0: Hello, everyone. This is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. And I am excited to be sharing with you today in some Kingdom Conversation. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in the body of Christ is that there is not a whole lot of kingdom conversation going on. And what what I mean by that is how do we take the word of God and apply it to everyday living and how the word of God is supposed to affect everything that we do in life, not just what we do in church or in the midst of a church service but it is to affect every detail of our life, lives and affect the way things are done on planet Earth. And so I want to talk to you today about a kingdom worldview. And what I mean by that is, how do we as Christian people see the world, our worldview, the way we see it and our interaction in it, And with it, and what is our responsibility to it and for it? Because what we're noticing is that in this age where we have the biggest churches and more access to ministry via streaming online internet, there's something happening that is very troubling and disturbing and strange. Because you would think with all of this ministry, all that we have access to Why are we not making more of an impact in the world? And what I mean by that is there are approximately 7.7 billion people on planet Earth. But there's only 2.2 to 3 billion Christians, which means from 5 billion to 2 billion or 7 billion to 2 billion. There's a 5 billion gap right there. In which we are not the dominant force in the earth. Now, why is this important? Because the body of Christ, the believer, has been called by the Lord Jesus Christ to do more than have church. And do more than have great services and great songs. We have been called, according to Matthew 28, to disciple nations. The Great Commission was to go into all the world and preach the gospel, making disciples of all men. Why? Because the very first foundation given to us by God Almighty and then reemphasized and reorganized and and re-implemented to the earth through the Lord Jesus Christ was that we, would have dominion on the earth. And so this is about world domination. This is about God being able to dominate planet earth. In other words, he wants to rule it as if he was ruling heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven that is the mission of the church is to bring the morals the culture the power the 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 laws the governing of heaven which is in the word of god into the earth so that the earth has heaven's culture in it that we would conduct ourselves according to The word of God that we would live, that we would practice business, that everything that we did, that our politics, everything that we that we do, our schools, our educational system and just everything on earth would be under the jurisdiction of the kingdom of God. This is why we must have a world view. And so now you understand what I mean by that. That means that the believer must be concerned about what's happening in the world because that is what the church has been called to influence and dominate and confront and fight and do whatever we need to do in the spirit to make sure that heaven's culture gets to earth. Now, we must be honest and look at some things and understand that as of now, heaven's culture is not dominating the earth because not only are there 5 billion people who do not confess Christianity, but even in America where you have a little probably somewhere around 350 million of us, there is an increasing um, rate of immorality. There's an increasing rate of, of poverty. There's an increasing rate of crime and murder and killing. There's an increasing rate of, of us losing our moral compass and all types of perversion and all types of things that are functioning in the earth realm. And, it, and it's getting worse. Now, part of that is the fact that we're in the last days. But another part of that is because the church has disengaged from the world. We have disengaged from the culture. And so when the Bible says come out from among them and be separate, it wasn't necessarily talking about for us to isolate ourselves from the world. It was talking about being not conformed to the world but being transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we could go back into the world and not be influenced by the culture. And so I want to just share a few things with you because we must understand the plan of Satan for planet Earth. Satan is a fallen angel who wants authority over the Earth realm. And he wants to influence men's minds so that he might begin to influence their behavior to carry out his schemes, his ways, his plans on planet Earth. We, the people of God, have been called to resist that. So we're not resisting people. We're resisting the plan of Satan that he wants to funnel through people in order for it to be established in the earth. And so this is why there's something we don't really preach a lot about, that when Jesus was going through his last temptation in Matthew chapter number four, the Bible declares that the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of this world And their glory, the fame, the wealth, the power that came with having kingdoms, having rule over the earth and having rulers in position in the earth and said, all of these will I give you in the Bible. You'll find this in Matthew chapter number four, verse number eight through 10. All these things will I give you if you bow down and worship God me. And then Jesus, of course, answered and said, away with you, Satan, I shall worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thy serve. Now, why was this temptation so significant? Because it dealt with global takeover. It dealt with global dominion. It dealt with the kingdom of God about to clash with the kingdom of darkness. And Satan says, if you will worship me, I will give you rule over kingdoms. I'll give you power. I'll give you fame. I'll give you authority. I'll give you position. Why? Because these kingdoms have been given unto me through the fall of Adam. Satan gained access in the earth to begin to function. And when Jesus came on the scene, he had seen such of a a construction of the demonic kingdoms and satanic kingdoms working through men, ruling through men, that he comes into a system and Satan is already threatened because he understands that Jesus is not coming just to have church. He is coming after dominion, the kingdom in the earth. And so Jesus then comes on the scene in Matthew 4:17 and he says repent for the kingdom is at hand. He is very clear about what his mission is on planet earth. I am coming to bring the kingdom of God. And so now the fight has begun because now you've got an opposing kingdom fighting over the earth as to who will establish their rule in the earth. And this is the mission for the church. This is the mission for us. It is to begin to take territory that has been dominated by the wicked one in the earth And so we are not here to just get alone. And I'm not talking about doing things um, illegal, immoral, or fighting and bickering and rioting. But we are not here to get alone. We are here to establish the kingdom of God and oppose the kingdom of the enemy. Now, the reason I set all of that up as a foundation is because now we're dealing with world view. What Satan wants to do is mold the minds of the people in the world where they oppose the ways, the morals, the laws, the ethics of God. And we, the church, are the people on the earth who are here to enforce the morals, the ways, the ethics, and the laws of God. And Christian, you cannot, I want to say it like this, Christian people, we cannot run from this battle, for it is this battle to which we have been called to. It is to establish the kingdom. Therefore, you have to have a worldview because that's where the kingdom is. It is set up in the world, and this is why these teachings have absolutely intrigued me that were started first by Bill Bright and Lauren Cunningham, I believe, Campus Crusade for Christ, and they were were noticing that with everything that they were doing in the church, that it seemed as if Satan was winning the cultural war. And, of course, Lance Wall now has been raised up and he has begun this whole teaching over the last decade on these seven mountains. That 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 while we are having church, it seems as if the enemy, though, still has power and authority over the earth. And that he uses his influence in the world in areas like business and, and politics and media and arts and entertainment. And he uses it in changing the minds of people and shifting cultural t- trends and beginning to eat away at the morality that we know we were born in shaping the minds of people strategically, taking time to pass laws and legislate on righteousness. And so what we have to do is we have to understand that the battle now is in the earth. So now every Christian has to have a worldview. In other words, you have to be, mindful of what is going on in the world. We can't just stick our heads in the sand like an ostrich and we're on our way to heaven. No, we are here to affect change in the earth and bring the world view of Christ into the earth. And so listen, if you are going to engage in this type of battle, you have to have a Bible and a newspaper. Or you have to have a Bible and a television. You have to have a Bible and scour the Internet to see what is happening in the earth because we are in the strategic time where God is coming after nations. At the end of the day, this whole battle is about who will rule the earth and you can't rule the earth without ruling the territories that are on it, the nations of the world. And so it is easy to see what Satan is up to by looking at what's happening in nations. Because at the end of the day, remember the kingdoms of this world, and remember Jesus coming to bring the kingdom and then giving us giving us the charge to go into all the world, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Why? Because Jesus wants the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It belongs to him, but he has sent the church to be his governing officials to begin to teach and preach and demonstrate the power of the kingdom of God until we see a change in the nations of the world. And so this is what this is about. This is what Christianity is about. It's a movement. It's not just a belief system. We are operating under the government of heaven. And so let me leave you with this to give you some thoughts to think about, because there there are many ways we're going to have to engage this cultural war. That right now, I have to say we are losing on planet Earth. At the end of the day, we are fighting one thing. No matter whether it's in entertainment, no matter whether it's in education, no matter whether it's in business, no matter whether it's in politics, no matter whether it's in the media, no matter whether the fight for the family And the fight for traditional marriage and all of these things that we're fighting, division and strife and racism. It's all one spirit. It is the spirit of Antichrist. At the end of the day, let me simplify to you what a kingdom worldview is. All we are looking for in the earth. It's the spirit. Of Antichrist, it is the anti-God, the Antichrist spirit, the spirit that functions, that moves people, that moves nations, that move um, um, belief systems away from God. And the fight over nations is the fight over being anti God and pro God and the fight over nations right now of who will shape the minds of our children, who will shape the minds of nations, who will govern the flow of 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 economics and business and and who will teach in universities and in school systems and who will mold the minds, who who is running the media, who is what are the movies, what is the music, what what's coming out, what everything that's happening in the world, you have to have a keen eye out for it. And you will be able to discern it and discover it and break it down by asking one simple question to everything you see happening in the earth. Is this against God? Is it against his word? And so this is the fight. It is the fight politically, because at the end of the day, the ruler, the the actual antichrist, the spirit is already at work. But the actual ruler, it's going to be a global movement. This has always been about authority over the earth. And so we have to be on the lookout because while we are having amazing church services, it could be that the spirit of Antichrist, while we're having church, is discipling the world until It is blurring every line imaginable. And it is becoming so anti-God unapologetically. There used to be a respect for God, even if you didn't serve him. There used to be a respect for God in politics. There used to be a respect for God in the classroom and in education. There used to be a respect for God in a nation. There used to be a respect for God. In business, there used to be a respect for God. But now what is happening in the family, there used to be a respect of God. Even if you were disobedient and rebellious and lived a lifestyle that was ungodly, there was still a respect of God. There was still a consciousness of God. But now the spirit of Antichrist is moving in in such a way that it is now beginning to remove God consciousness out of our minds. Romans chapter number one says that they did not want to retain God in their knowledge. This is the battle that we're fighting. And that's why Christian people have to have a kingdom worldview. So that you'll know what's happening in the earth. So that you'll know who to vote for, who not to vote for. So that you'll know what's coming out of Hollywood and what is Satan trying to set up through these movies, through these, through this music. What's happening in the school system? What why, what are they teaching our kids? Why are they trying to erase? things that have been known for thousands of years but now up to debate because there is this new way of thinking and and this you know this postmodern age and now everybody's got to evolve you're dealing with the spirit of anti christ and that's what we have been called to make sure does not disciple The nations, because when this is all said and done, according to Matthew, chapter number 25, that Jesus is going to judge the nations. He's going to gather them before him and he will separate the sheep from the goat. We live in America. America will be a sheep nation. And I pray that as this podcast goes out, that God would supernaturally move on people all over the world to hear these types of messages so that they can contend for their nations, so that they have a big enough worldview to be able to spot the spirit of Antichrist that's flowing through people that Satan has strategically put in positions of power. In order to try to bring his kingdom to this earth. But Jesus has raised up the church that we might bring the kingdom of God. So you cannot run from this battle. You must engage the culture. You've got to defend your faith. You've got to begin to teach. You cannot let the television disciple your children. We must begin to ground them and what the kingdom of God has said is right. And we must begin to preach it and defend it. And then we must be on the lookout. So that we'll know what's going on politically, so we'll know what's going on spiritually, so we'll know what's going on academically, so we'll know what's going on in the business, in the environment, in a city, in a in a state, in a nation. We must begin to expand our view so we can do what? Number one, pray. There are situations that we can't control because we're not physically able. To be in it, but we can pray. Prayer is powerful for pushing back the spirit of the antichrist. Everything that is anti-God, it's coming from a spiritual. Um, it's coming from spiritual activity, and we've got to pray for the minds of nations. We've got to pray for the minds of leaders. We've got to pray for the minds of people. We've got to be awake. So number one, we've got to pray. Number two, we've got to speak up and speak out. You cannot be timid because God does not have, he does not want, and he does not need any coward soldiers. You've got to engage the culture. You've got to be able to defend the faith. You've got to be able to preach the gospel and give clarity of what we believe and what we stand for. And then number three, we've got to raise up believers. We've got to raise up believers to go into these areas, to go into the world. Thank God for preachers. Thank God for apostles, prophets, and evangelists, and pastors, and teachers. But when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, God wanted a nation out of them. Only a few of them were Levites and priests. We've got to have the body of Christ functioning in the earth. In the systems out there, we need educators. We need doctors and lawyers and nurses. We need business. The wealth needs to be in our hands. We need technology. We need people in it. We need people in the arts and entertainment. We need you out there discipling the nations. We have ran into the church and we have left everything in the world for Satan to disciple. And I'm praying that God would begin to raise up kingdom minded people in the world, people who know his ways, people who live for him, who honor him and serve him. Because, church, we are in the last days and we are at the battle of the ages. The kingdoms are clashing and we have just a short period of time. To bring his rule to this earth. And I, for one, want to encourage everybody to rally. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's engage the battle over the earth. Satan comes after the minds of people, the Bible says. He blinds the minds of them lest they should believe the light of the glorious gospel. Well, we've got to go after the battle for the minds. Of people, And so you've got to speak it. You've got to try your best to influence people into the kingdom of God, because if you seek first the kingdom, all other things will be added to you. Listen, I'm about to go, but I just wanted to drop this on and listen. A lot of my podcast will be about <laughs> God knows what. Sometimes it just depends on if I'm stirred about a revelation or if I'm stirred about some um. You know, current event, if I'm stirred about a news article, if I'm stirred about something happening in the body of Christ, it's going to be about a whole lot of things. But this one, I want to awaken you so that you can be sober and alert and see what's happening in this nation and in the nations of the world so that we can identify what is anti-Christ and anti-God and begin to contest and defeat it until the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. That's what we want is a kingdom worldview. Listen, I'll be back with my next podcast. There's a couple of things I want to say to you right here at the end. And if this is a blessing to you shared with somebody, let them know we're just starting. We're late to the party, but we're going to try to redeem the time. And so let them know. Subscribe, make comment. I love to hear from you. Tell me what you think. And um, we're going to keep them coming to you so that we can build you up and have more kingdom conversations until next time. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.